I wish I could be drinking a delicious beer, but I'm not. This is a delicious beer. What is it? This is a black black butt. I mean, excuse me, black butte porter. That is, that is a good beer. I've had that beer before. Deschutes is a fine brewery. They are. Yeah, I, f- I figure the the beer would not go well with the uh, <clears throat> the Dayquil coursing through my veins. <laughs> and that's where you're wrong. Yeah, it's like uh, Dayquil is like gamma radiation for me except instead of turning me into a giant green rage monster it turns me into a guy who sits on a, a couch and drinks hot water with honey in it <laughs> and then somebody comes and hands you your clothes thanks honey So we did the wedding, and then, <clears throat> like... I remember that. Yeah. I feel like it's been a couple of months, and I'm just now... I won't say recovered, but acclimated to... like Being a husband. Be, yeah, and, like, not <laughs> having... Not having this idea of planning a what like I was actively working on the wedding project uh, with my now wife for a year and a half. Oh, she's still your wife. Still That's my good. wife, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, for a year and a half, and then it's it's done, and it it's well maybe have another wedding. That's true. Yeah, we still got all this wedding stuff laying around. I feel like you were just hitting your stride. I already got the rings. <laughs> Second wedding will be a lot cheaper than the first one. Yeah, exactly. You know, once you start dealing in in volume, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not uh, it's not like a mass marriage thing where you marry a whole bunch of people one time. Sure, it's a volume wedding thing where you marry one couple a lot of times. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Whenever I take this like handkerchief and wrap it around my hand, I feel like a like I've got a horrible gash on my palm from yeah, a bar exactly. Fight. It looks like he punched out a window. Yeah, got to wrap it up so that when Harvey Keitel sends his pimp goons up to to attack me, I'll be ready. Exactly, that's good. That's that's thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You've seen? Have you seen Taxi Driver? Yeah, but not since college. Yeah. I rewatched it a couple years ago, and um, <clears throat> it really made an impression on me just how much wardrobe, hair, and everything Harvey Keitel looks like Tommy Wiseau in that film. <laughs> it is uncanny. <laughs> like he, he looks like he is playing the part of Tommy Wiseau in the story, like the prequel story to Tommy Wiseau's life. I mean, this just... Maybe he is. It explains so much. <clears throat> yeah, maybe Kaitel's career started slowing down around the, the turn of the millennium, and he said, well, I got a, I got a third act in me. Well, yeah, once you do shit like... Wasn't he in Little Mickey? Uh, yep. Yeah. That'll drive him into the room. Yeah, 
Yeah. Once you've uh, once you've stooped to play, I mean, Rodney Dangerfield was in Little Nicky too, and he had to die after it. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield hadn't been in Little Nicky. Maybe he'd still be with us, making us laugh. Uh, and Kevin Nealon's been dead for years. Ah, <laughs> uh, Kevin Nealon with boobs on his head. Sure, why not? That's uh, that's just that's just good writing. I've forgotten that Kevin Nealon was in that movie, and then you mentioned <clears throat> Kevin Nealon, and then I pictured him in that movie, and it was like, oh my god. Yep. He kind of looks like Brain Guy, but with tits for <laughs> on top of his head. Yeah, playing golf lately. Yeah? Yeah. Kind of got back into golf the last few weeks. I did not know you were a golfer in the past. It is an infuriating game. Uh Game is the right word for it. You know how, like, when you're bowling and you just can't make it go the way you want it to go? Yeah, despite, like, having trained your psychic powers for decades. Like, Like bowling rage? Yeah. Golf rage is just on another level. <laughs> Especially when you're good enough that you can't, like, sometimes do it well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll have a par here and there. Yeah, you're, you're not a complete uh, clod. Yeah. So that makes it all the more frustrating when you fuck up immensely. <laughs> no, I was doing so good. Because you know good. you're capable. <laughs> I bogeyed the last hole, then I got a couple pars, and now I'm yeah. in the water. Yeah. Mm. Just shot after shot shanked into the woods. Mm. Well, all you have to do is practice for six hours a day, and you'll get there. Mm. Uh. Yeah. <clears throat> <coughs> Can we put some effects on that? Maybe make it a little more pronounced? Yeah, this episode of the podcast is for people who really like listening to people cough. I wonder what the word is for that. (laughs) (laughs) Psychology manual. There's there's some sort of sexual attraction to coughing. I would Google coffee, not coffee, coughing fetish, but I'm worried not so much what might come up but what the government snoops watching my Google account might think. Yeah. It's like, oh, is, make... is, is this a time to move in? Yeah, you also got to be careful about how you spell coughing. You're thinking the Pokemon? Yes. Because <laughs> there's definitely something there for oh, coughing yeah. fetish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you... It's sister wheezing fetish. <laughs> Uh, you know what uh you... that's uh, that's one of my favorite mud honey songs <laughs> coughing the same fucking thing he always says you know it's one <laughs> word and it's his name he's so weird to have a name that's a gerund <laughs> a name that is a what a gerund a gerund what is a gerund it's the type of word form that has the ing at the end. Ah. 
Sorry, I didn't realize I was sitting across from one of America's foremost li- linguists, Poke Linguists. <laughs> Poke Jaren. Yeah, Poke Jaren, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe, oh, 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 oh. Maybe that is how we fix the grammar problem in this country. Mm-hmm. Remember Mario teaches typing? Motherfuckers learn to type from that uh, shit. No shit. Pokemon teaches grammar. Oh my god. Yeah. Pikachu? No. Conjugate the verb to Pika. Pikachu. Well, about, I think it's more about declining the noun, but... Mm. Mm. I took Latin in high school. I... I did not. I, I, I know a lot about how language is constructed. I guess yeah, you you took Latin at a Catholic high school. You like you you went through your basic training. Yeah, you're ready for field deployment. <laughs> and I I assume you remember just enough of it to know when something is wrong. I know just enough Latin from high school to be an insufferable prick. Yes. <laughs> Uh, actually. Sir. Sir. <laughs> I feel like edutainment gets, uh, gets a bad rap. Edutainment is this shit. Yeah. I, man, edu- I grew up on edutainment. Mario teaches typing. I... Math blaster. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess the Oregon Trail, uh, taught you about death. Yeah, I mean, there was some, like, strategy and, like, conservation of resources. Like, it touched, you know, some degree of critical thinking. Yeah, like, uh... Ish. Yes. And history. uh, Several members of my party have died fording this river. Should I continue fording the river? It gave kids an appreciation for how easy life is these days. Yep. When you roll out of independence and one of your team members immediately contracts syphilis. Yeah. You're like, damn, how'd I roll out of bed without contracting syphilis? Yeah. Here's here's a here's another idea. Maybe Oh, this could be huge. Okay. Oregon Trail Fantasy Camp. Oh. Okay. There are enough millennials <coughs> to burn. That are just gonna want to climb all aboard that nostalgia train. It's the new kickball league. Mm-hmm. All right, so so let's let's scope this out. So, you say Oregon Trail Fantasy Camp? Um, are you talking about sending people through the experience on the trail, or are we talking about like your Oregon Trail experience in your individual city? Like, is this, is this a tour, or is this like a localized event? I, th- I see this playing out kind of like city slickers. Okay. It's like like a, a dude ranch thing. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, it's, you know, we've got at least another 40 days to the Columbia River. Uh-huh. We've only got 80 pounds of food left, so we're going to have to bring our, we're going to have to set the rations to meager. <laughs> gonna going to have to start, uh. Start wiping out the buffalo. Sir, the buffalo have already been wiped out. <laughs> <clears throat> I like that idea, though. Um, you know, I, I think 
here here's the the spin I'd put on it. I, I'm pretty sure that the idea of you know, people traveling along the Oregon Trail or doing that that sort of basic process um, is already kind of a thing. What made the Oregon Trail as a game so uh, so special and so memorable was you felt as you went through it, you felt like you were really fighting against three things. You were fighting against the elements, you were fighting against the game itself, and you were fighting against God. Like, there, there was a degree yeah. of unknowable capriciousness that coursed through that game. Um, and I, I think that it's important if we really want to recreate the experience in our, our fantasy camp yeah. To bring that to to the table, so it can't just be you have to survive with your rations as you travel along this path. It has to be more right. like we are going to actively, seemingly at random, inflict hardship upon you as you go. So, like maybe have a gang of thieves, <clears throat> gang of thieves, roaming around mm-hmm. and possibly stealing all your shit. Yep. Or you know maybe. There comes a time where a guy rides by on a horse and throws rattlesnakes at people. <laughs> yep. Uh, your wagon gets chop-shopped. <laughs> I just, now I'm just picturing uh, a covered wagon with the club on it. <laughs> or like set up on a, on a like four-cender box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you, you have to... You have to go through that experience of not really knowing why bad things are happening to you, but just knowing that that they are. Yeah, you know, it's you. You think things are going along fine, and then you know, Johnny gets the mumps, and it's curtains for him. That's just the way life is. So that brings me to Johnny and his mumps. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I'll have to check with our legal team. Pretty sure we're not going to be allowed to give people the mumps, no matter what waiver they sign. Yeah, America's a litigious society, <clears throat> but I think we can. I, I how do we? Are lawyers really that bad? We can't devise a, a sufficient release for this. Uh, I'll, I'll check with the central scrutinizer to see uh, see what Thank laws you. haven't been passed yet. Um. But I think regardless of whether or not we can give people homes, you know, one of the things that made the Oregon Trail so memorable was that aspect of your party members slowly dying off. And, you know, as, as your trail went along, uh, it got harder because you were left to rely on fewer and fewer people. And those people were having to make do with less and less as they went along. Right. So I think it's, it's up to us as the trail proceeds to thin the herd. To, to thin the herd. To, to have a mechanism for, you know, every once in a while, c- coming into the wagon, tapping someone on the shoulder and saying, uh, you know, you're, you're out, Tom. <laughs> Is there a lot of use for consigliere <clears throat> on a covered wagon? Uh, no, not a wartime consigliere. <laughs> what I want. <laughs> um... No, you you need to. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess there are there are multiple strategies for how you get through this. If you're dealing with a roving band of thieves, you know maybe maybe you want the wartime consigliere in there. <laughs> what I want is a guarantee. 
No more attempts on my father's life. <laughs> I, re- I really, uh, I really love Sterling Hayden. Uh, in everything I've seen him, and he was great in Strange Loves, great in The Godfather, he was great in uh, in The Killing. Um, love Sterling Hayden, but particularly at that dinner table scene in the Italian restaurant, uh, I've never seen an actor look more like an aging uncle than Sterling Hayden in that scene. He's he's just sitting there sloppily eating a steak while the scene is going on around him, and then he gets shot. I've never seen eating eating that was grosser in a movie that wasn't done for comic effect. Yeah, that's fair. It was very realistic. Like, yeah, he's a asshole cop. He just eats however the fuck he wants to eat. Well, and eating in and of itself is is a disgusting act to to mm-hmm. to witness. You're, you're shoving something down your your gullet. With uh-huh. potentially reckless abandon, and even when you see someone in a fine restaurant do it, the degree of mastication happening is is frankly revolting. Yeah. And Coppola captured that, and that's why it's a great film. Yeah, well, and, yeah, Italian food I feel like is specifically engineered to um, be <clears throat> very efficiently gulped down. Yeah, it's all you know, a lot of softer textures. <clears throat> no one ever gulped a plate of pasta like Sterling Hayden. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, the, so you need to have you got to have a mechanism for getting people out of the uh, out of the wagon, so to speak. Yeah. Um. And and I I wonder how do we determine as the trail goes on who does and doesn't make the cut. We keep score. Okay. So what are we scoring on? Any number of factors. Mm-hmm. Um, survival awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, general annoyance. Yep. Contribution to the, the survival of the group. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Attractiveness. Yep. Maybe, uh, maybe we single... Once we single someone out, we, like, spin a wheel. Like, the wheel of old-timey disease. Ah, you've got scurvy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah? This isn't, like, a trip package that we sell. Okay. What is it? This is this is a reality television show. Ah, uh, you beat me to it. <laughs> the Like, the elimination... Is perfect in itself. Oh yeah, yeah. You you you've got a way to get people off off the wagon. Last week on the Oregon Trail, Johnny died of diphtheria. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we say at the end of each episode we say we're sorry, but you're off the wagon, and then we hand them a handle a Jim Beam and kick him to the curb. <laughs> oh, that would be great if every single elimination the person was kicked from a moving wagon. <laughs> Into a river. <coughs> this this almost seems too good to be true. Hold on. I want to see if there has been an Oregon Trail reality show. Uh, it's so such a natural. It's fit. kind it's of got, obvious. It's how is this not development? Oh oh shit! So there is not. Uh, but there was an Oregon Trail TV series that aired in Get- 1977. 
So pre-game. So this is the historical Oregon Trail. When did the game come out? 83, like... maybe? It was early. Like, it was an Apple II game. Yeah. All right, I We had, up until, like, fourth or fifth grade, my school, all the computers in my school were DOS. Shit, no. It, it was 1971. I didn't even know there were computers back then. Yeah, it ran it on a Univac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had to, uh, had to int- like plug in punch cards to advance. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I remember that there was a primitive Wheel of Fortune, uh, and and Oregon Trail, yeah. be- and other things. Gosh, I don't remember what else we played anymore. Probably something where you had to like shoot a donkey out of a cannon or something. Yeah, All the video and then we got didn't have to make sense. And then, and then we got like your midnight rescues, your gizmos and gadgetses, and mm-hmm. ancient empires, which was my favorite. Mm. Okay, so the show Oregon Trail starred Rod Taylor, who was. Uh... What was he in? He was in Inglorious Bastards. He's kind of like an old, old tiny guy. Charles Napier was on it. Okay. Um. Thirteen episodes, only six aired. Well, you know, the nostalgia wasn't there. No, it was. It was a back to back with the Life and Times of Grizzly Adams on NBC. Yeah. 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 No people. People didn't have the nostalgia now, but. You're reinvented as a reality show, and you're rocking and rolling. Exactly. <clears throat> and, you know, you, you can follow the historical trail. You can add, like, this component of, you know, you're seeing seeing America as it goes. And uh, when when the time is right, you, you rain down, uh, rain down uh, random caprice on people. Yep. This also um, interpersonal tension. Yep. Uh, possible fucking. Possibly, it's a it's a very small wagon. <laughs> it's is it's just not like uh, not like Big Brother or the Real World where they put you in a a spacious house full of video cameras. No, you are in a very very small wooden wagon with several video cameras, and there are two oxen pulling you. Well, well, maybe it's more of a wagon train. Oh, okay. Because you want, you'd want to have like you know six, sixteen, twenty people if you uh-huh. want to run this thing for you know a, a, a an episode like a full season. That's true, and then you can have like the uh, in the first episode they're getting ready to roll out. I don't understand why why Charlene got to get the good wagon on the wagon train. I'm up here in this crappy wagon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. uh What's the prize? Mm. Is it is it just like we get there like surprise you're marooned in Portland? I was gonna say a trip to Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> and you roll into Portland, and there is a job at a coffee shop waiting for you. Better learn to carve. <coughs> well, you know, now that you say it, I feel like most of the skills that you would learn on the Oregon Trail would probably improve your job prospects in Portland. Maybe that's how Portland turned out the way it was. That's it, yeah. They When people arrived, they were already really good at blacksmithing, at woodworking. Yes. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, knew, knew how to how to make an edible or semi-edible meal out of whatever pelts they found on the side of the trail. Yeah, I think Johnny Cakes are a local delicacy. <laughs> they call them Voodoo Donuts now. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, maybe... Uh... I don't know. Maybe maybe it is just a a trip to scenic Portland or a scholarship to the University of Oregon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, something along those lines. Um. Okay, so yeah, reality TV. Maybe it's just like a hundred dollar gift card to Applebee's. Mm, Fifty dollar gift card to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> who can who can really eat that many apps anyway yeah <laughs> i just had a, a a terrible this is like sub wednesday morning comic strip page like a lower level idea for a comic and it was uh like American sit-down fast food chains. Uh, literal meanings in the Applebee's one is someone biting into an apple and bees just flying out of it. <laughs> oh, it was right there in the name. <laughs> the near side. <laughs> 